Hi, everybody. Welcome back for another bite-sized political podcast. And of course, we can't let today go by without providing you with a little balance to the mainstream deranged hysteria concerning the one year of the military incursion into Ukraine by Russia. Yeah. So as the media are proudly saying, yes, one year on, Ukraine has uh, has certainly taught Putin a lesson. Uh, the brave and noble Zelensky has confounded those Ruskies. He's still standing strong. He's standing proud. At any moment now, Ukrainian tanks could roll into Moscow. Yes, that's what one of the senior defence people within Ukraine actually said last week. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the entire UK media is telling us, again, running all these stories about the courage, the bravery of Ukrainians, the sacrifice, and of course, the terrible deaths. But let's be honest, as they put out, uh, everything that Putin wanted has failed. He didn't get to invade Kiev, and he hasn't conquered all of uh, Ukraine. Yeah. Okay, let's, uh, let's inject a little bit of perspective into this, shall we? In the first instance... Uh, I oppose the military incursion into Ukraine by Russia on the simple grounds that I oppose basically force. It's not a good thing. However, given the provocations from NATO, from Ukraine itself into Donbass, which had been happening from 2014, and the increasing slaughter of the Russian-speaking people who live in Donbass, what do you think? Putin had to do, had he a choice? I'm not sure that he had. I'm not really sure that he had. But when he did move a year ago, he made it very clear what his aims were. Number one, to to secure the independent Russian-speaking people's regions in Donbass. That's more or less target, more or less achieved. To denazify Ukraine. Because although the Western media don't want to talk about it, if you want to find actual Nazis, try the Ukraine force, armed forces. Uh, the number of images of captured or dead Ukrainians I've seen with swastikas on them is off the scale. And yet, for some reason, the British media don't talk about that. And that's because, of course, as you know, we've just gone through a year-long psyops over Ukraine just like we've gone through a three-year psyops over uh, COVID. So so that's that's the second thing. Uh, The third worry uh, that that Putin talked about was that uh, as well as sort of giving the Donbass people their freedom and their desire to be part of Mother Russia, he's also denazified and demilitarized uh, that part of Ukraine in the Donbass. So... Uh, to a large degree, his the mission's been uh, accomplished. Not complete, not complete yet. But then how could it be complete? Because the entire West has thrown all their weapons into Ukraine. And uh, and yet, despite that, uh, it, it's not really uh, been adequate to stop what I see as the pulverization of Ukrainian forces. Uh, then the numbers of dead Ukrainians varies. You've seen the numbers between, I think at the low end, this is military now, at the low end, 150,000, at the high end, 220,000 or whatever it is. So if you if you averaged it even, there's about 200,000 fewer Ukrainian soldiers now than there was 12 months ago. Uh, large elements of the Ukrainian um, 
defense forces there in terms of their armaments have been obliterated. Again, the media won't talk to you about that. The other thing the media is not wanting to talk to you about is they keep telling us how brave Ukrainians are. I'm seeing on social media, I put one up on my Twitter if you want to go and have a look, uh, video footage of the Ukrainian forces trying to press gang an 85-year-old man into serving in the, at the front line, which he resisted. But that's the level of desperation we're getting. They're trying to basically, as I said, press gang 85-year-olds. And this happens across the, uh, you know, the sort of Kiev and places like that there. Again, Western media doesn't want to know. They won't talk about it. It doesn't fit the narrative at all. Nothing fits their narrative other than suggesting that Putin is about to die. He's got cancer. He's got a heart attack. He's unpopular. He's going to be dethroned. All this stuff. Everything that you see and read in the mainstream media today, most likely, along with for most of the last 12 months, is unreal. It's not founded in reality. Uh, and, uh, you know, notions like, oh, at any moment, Zelensky will expel uh, the Russians from every inch of Ukraine, including Crimea. It's not going to happen. It just won't happen. Uh, the other thing is, of course, don't forget that uh, Putin never said he wanted to invade all of Ukraine. He wanted to liberate the Donbass. That's part of Ukraine. Again, the media deliberately lie about that as well. So all I would say to you one year on is my message remains the same as 12 months ago. I wish there would be peace talks. I wish people would sit down together and use diplomacy, not weapons. I wish we could save the lives of those Russians and Ukrainian men and women who are losing them on a daily basis in the meat grinder. I wish all of these things would happen. But I'm not sure if they will happen because the, the, the in particular the West seems totally disinterested in peace and absolutely hot for war. And the thing is that if they want war, I'm afraid uh, a thermonuclear nation like Russia is capable of giving them that war. I would just like to finish by saying, give peace a chance. Thanks for listening. 